You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Although the FBI knew that this shooter had been watching ISIS recruiting videos and that he walked into an FBI office to virtually confess, no law enforcement officials have called this an act of terror. They are instead calling him mentally disturbed. Why won't they call this terror? Here to discuss foreign policy guru, Barry Nesbaum. Barry, good to see you. Good to be with you, Dr. G. Now, Barry, no law enforcement officials, either local or federal, have mentioned a terror connection in the case. Why can't they just state the obvious? Goes back to the big question we've all been asking ourselves, G, for what, almost eight years, which is why can't we call it what it is? Walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, kills like a duck. It's a duck. This is Islamic fundamental terror. This is a guy who has proven it two ways. He went into the FBI office and said, I'm watching ISIS videos. Yeah. And then he, wait a minute, get this. He posted a picture on the web of holding his finger up like this. In traditional Islam, that's a symbol of showing your allegiance to a monotheistic one God. But in ISIS, it's the way the jihadis show allegiance to the uh, radical Salafi brand of Islam to the exclusion of all others. He did this before he got on a plane with a gun that the FBI had taken away from him and then gave it back to him. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. And you think about the FBI right now and how it seems as if there's a little duress over there. It seems like uh, certainly maybe they were preoccupied with all the shenanigans, with the whole Hillary thing. Um, it seems as maybe that uh, this wouldn't fit their narrative very well, right, to arrest someone because he was talking about being Islamic. Um, and not only that, I'm sure that there are rules against the FBI profiling. I know I've talked to people going into the military and stuff, and they are literally indoctrinated now, have to read all these positive books on Islam, which is a religion. But they have to read all these books uh, to go into the military because there can be no bias, for crying out loud, against uh, that religion of all of them. So um, so, so is, it, is it possible that we've become so politically correct and so group thinking, Barry, that literally it, it did cost these lives in this particular shooting because the FBI did nothing. Uh, I think it's that, Dr. G, and it's more. Uh, under the last two attorney generals of the United States, uh, the FBI has become so hamstrung that you literally have cases like what occurred in San Bernardino where coworkers turned in the two mass murderers before they committed their mass atrocity in San Bernardino. And the FBI was afraid to be prosecutor, prosecutorial with them. They're no different than what the FBI did in Alaska. The AGs, both of them under the Obama administration, have turned the world upside down and inside out. They literally are afraid of being called on the carpet, so to speak, for being profilers. This isn't about profiling. This is about police work. I'm praying that after the new administration takes over and we have a new attorney general that wants to go after criminals and terrorists, that the FBI will be let loose on these animals. Yeah, uh, the January 20th can't come too soon, can it? All right, uh, he had another run-in with the police or two. Um, what do we know about his uh, past run-ins with him? 
He was picked up a number of times uh, by both uh, the Alaska police and uh, actually run-ins with the FBI. They took away his gun after he had made threats against his uh, live-in spouse, girlfriend, and violated a restraining order and got physical with him, with her, I should say. And get this, after all these charges were brought, three more charges were dropped because they said they couldn't prove probable cause. And then, oh my gosh, they gave him back his gun, the exact gun that he put in the luggage and flew to Fort Lauderdale with. Truly it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. Now, many sources in law enforcement, Barry, say they're afraid of the AG, AG pursuing them for profiling or being too aggressive in these sorts of investigations. But luckily, we have Jeff, Session, Jeff Sessions, who might just be our next AG, and I don't think we're going to have that problem with him. What do you think? Oh, no. In fact, uh, the Democrats in Congress are being very aggressive about the fact that Jeff Sessions is going to be too aggressive. Uh, won't it be refreshing where the chief law enforcement officer for the United States of America's citizenry is not going to be the one um, making secret deals on the tarmac of a runway during a presidential campaign, but will actually be going after criminals. And I'm absolutely sure that the leaks coming out of the FBI about how senior agents feel literally constrained by the attorney general are going to be jumping up and down in the aisles. Oh, my gosh. Now we can do our job. Mm -hmm. Now we can go after terrorists and get this. I predict the new attorney general of the United States is going to call it what it is. Islamic fundamental terrorism, not a deranged guy, because you know what? Anyone that commits can, uh, commits mass murder should be called someone who is deranged. Exactly. But when they're doing it for a, a cause that is intended to disrupt and upend and overthrow the government in the United States, why don't we call the ideology that they're following what it is? Yeah, exactly. Aren't just mentally ill people anymore. Our friends over in Israel endured a terror attack this weekend, and uh, those details are unfolding. But four beautiful young people were mowed down by a truck. This has seemed to have become the newest tactic of uh, the radical Islamic terrorists. Um, what do you know about that? Well, quite simply, what happened um, in Jerusalem, and I've, I've been there in this park. It's called Peace Park. It's beautiful. Uh, there were a number of 20-year-old uh, kids uh, taking a tour, uh, and they were waiting to board a bus. These are kids that are uh, recruits into the IDF. Uh, they were mowed down by a truck driven by an Arab from East Jerusalem. And in the process of having mowed down as many as he could, he had the truck in reverse, and he was going to crush as many bodies that were lying on the ground as possible when, thank God, they carry guns in Israel. And if you look at the picture online, there were a, a multitude of bullets through that windshield that killed this guy before he killed 20 or 30 more young oh children. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, thank, we don't get that in the United States, but you gotta no, love no. the way Israel does uh, security. Um, you know, and it just seems like immediately the narrative was, with the left media was, uh, you know, well, if Israel would make more compromises with the Palestinians, we wouldn't be having these problems. But it seems like the compromises are always for the Palestinians. And uh, so we'll, we'll have to keep watching. Yeah, I'll tell you something. It's really the saddest part about this um, in terms of the response to the murders 
Uh, in Israel, flags were immediately at half-mast. The Prime Minister Netanyahu visits the families. You have thousands of people at the funeral grieving. I, I urge... Not a word from Obama. Go, Not a word. Go online and see how the West Bank responded. They were yeah. passing out... We're out of time, Barry. I'm so sorry. i got to let you go. More in a moment. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.